Yo, hello people, we are here, this is the first episode of the Divorce Now What podcast, uh, this is your girl Adrian and I'm Chris, and we are here in the studio recording our first episode, I'm so excited, are you excited Chris? I'm really excited, I'm really, really excited. excited and nervous, yeah, yeah, very nervous, uh, but we have an amazing guy here working with us because neither one of us are tech savvy, but he's gonna hook us up, so uh, let's go ahead and get started, so we decided to title this episode, uh, Let's Address the Elephant in, in the, the Room. room. You want to talk about why we why we settled on that title, Crystal? Well, the, the name of our podcast is what? Divorce? <laughs> now what? Okay? So the elephant in the room that we do have to address is... Why are we here? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? And we laugh about it, y'all, but y'all don't know what it took for us to get to this laugh. Like, we're excited about life now. We're in good places. Mm -hmm. We're happy. But it took a long time for us to get to uh, this space. So we decided to uh, title this episode, Let's Address the Elephant in the Room, because so many of you... Most people don't even know that we aren't with our spouses anymore. Both of us had such public, uh, publicized marriages. And so most people still think that we're still together. So it's like, it's we're, not still, hush, hush. Yeah, we're not still together. Yeah, we're not still together. Hello. We're divorced. <laughs> so we just want to let you guys know um, what happened, how we got where we are, and how we're moving forward from there. So uh, let's start off with a little bit of introductions so we can let the people know who we are. So Crystal, you can go ahead and go well, introduce Well, do you want to discuss how we met before we discuss? Oh, uh, yeah, let's do that. So... Interesting. Go yes, ahead. we met. Crystal and I met like 10 years ago. No, was it 10 years ago? It might be 10 years. Maybe almost 10 years ago. So my ex-husband and Crystal went to Purdue together. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were friends. And actually, her mom tried to hook her up with him because we weren't married yet. Me Massey and him weren't guys, married yet. I know. Massey. So me and him weren't married yet. And her mom tried to hook <laughs> her up with, with my ex-husband. And so, but they ended up really becoming good friends. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, me and him got married. And he's like, yo, you should meet my wife. And so, that's just kind of how that happened. And me and Crystal clicked instantly. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really organic relationship from there. And we've been friends ever since. She's the godmother of our youngest daughter i'm the godmother to her youngest son and we have just built this bomb ass friendship from there so yeah that's that's kind of how we met and here we are today without the men right (laughs) (laughs) y'all we used to like double date we used to be together like double dating doing all kinds of stuff and actually my ex-husband married them like he is an ordained minister and he married them and so for us to be here now laughing and talking and and not have the men with us different space is crazy as hell crazy as hell but yeah i'll go ahead and let crystal introduce herself okay so i'm chris aka crystal chrissy whatever you want to call me um you know, the elephant in the room, I'm divorced. We said that. Uh, what brought me to this place? Or who are you? <laughs> those titles. Here we go with those titles, friend. <laughs> because when you ask me who I am instantly, here I am, a mother. Right, right. right. We have all That's these roles the, the, the that we roles have. That yeah. I'm still coming out with the roles. Mm. I mother the mm. two wonderful children, products of my marriage. I was married for... Seven years, I won't say long, because I believe that those seven years taught me so much about myself. So I was married for seven years. I had two children as a result, and 
Oh, it's so much that I want to go into, but <laughs> yeah, we have so many good. It'll stuff be moving for into yeah, a different topic. Right. So I am a mother, boss, entrepreneur, friend, daughter, all those, and I'm still trying to figure out what more mm-hmm. that I'm going to become after that. So I would just leave it there for now. I got a lot on my mind, but I don't want to give anything away. Cool. So. Um, my name is Adrian. I am a mother of three. Um, my ex and I have two children uh, biologically together, but then my oldest daughter, he came into her life when she was about ooh, months old. I was mm-hmm. probably still pregnant and having her when me and him started seriously dating. So um, that's all she really knows. So we have three kids together. Mm-hmm. Um I am a human resources professional. I work downtown Chicago for an organization. I've been doing HR for about eight years now. Outside of that, I am building my own human resources consulting brand. Um, So I do a lot of consulting for uh, small businesses, for individuals who are seeking help with like resume services, career services, transitions, all that kind of good stuff. I am a daughter, a friend, uh, a mother, um, a, a sister, all that good stuff. That is who I am. And it's so funny the while we're talking about who we are. I remember the first time that I was out, one of the first times I was out and I saw someone who hadn't seen me or him in a really long time. And um, for so many years, because we were married for almost 10 years, so many years mm-hmm. I was always so used to being introduced as, oh yeah, that's Dez's wife. And it was just like, oh, you know, my name is Adrian. she named Dry? Yeah. She like, named Dry. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, you guys are going to figure <laughs> out what his name is anyway. But it's like, oh yeah, that's Dez's wife. And so I was like, well, no, I'm not just Dez's wife. Like, right. I'm Adrian. You know, I'm mm-hmm. my own individual. So we were out somewhere and we saw this friend of ours and he had a new girlfriend. And so when he introduced me, to his new girlfriend he's like oh uh you know this is adrian and i was so happy yeah. i was like yes finally somebody's like identity yeah it's like yeah i'm just adrian i'm yeah. not dad's wife i'm not these kids mama mm-hmm. i'm not you know it's i'm just adrian and it felt so good i felt so liberated when he said that and he was looking at me like i was crazy but it was it was the truth like i hadn't heard anybody just say adrian and so long Mm -hmm. it felt it felt good Mm -hmm. so we're not gonna go off on a tangent because we'll be talking all day because we we have so much stuff Mm -hmm. um to do but we did want to move on okay how we got here yeah so that was gonna be my next thing how did how did you get to the point where divorce was the the end result oh man um for me i believe that if i'm totally honest with myself Mm -hmm. that I knew from the beginning. I knew before I said my vows. <laughs> I knew before, before I made it down that apple. <laughs> I knew before we had this grand party. I think that it's always signs there mm-hmm. that we choose to ignore. And if I'm being very honest with myself, there were flags that I chose to wave off. There were things that I, I knew that would get me to this result, but I was on a timeline. Yeah. I said, I'm this age, by this age, I need to have this, I need to have the house, I need to have what society tells us that what marriage, a successful marriage, as air quotes guys, is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I'm here. 
because I put myself on the timeline and I got those things and it's still and you look good on paper oh it looked really good on mm-hmm. paper me and my ex look really good on paper mm-hmm. but in reality that's just not what it is and Actually, Adrian and I, as you guys will find out, have very different opinions. <laughs> like we're on this, we're on this path right now of uh, we have similar things that are taking place in our lives at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we are so different. We're and so different. like even we've been friends for so long, but the more our, that our friendship grows, it's so evident how different we really mm-hmm. are. And you guys will start to see a lot of that um, as the show progresses too, how, how different we are, which I think makes for a great show because like I said, even though we're the same, we're so different in a lot of areas. Um, did you want to finish up? No, you tell them why you're here, how you got here. Oh, um, long story short, <laughs> um so him and I got married when we were like 22 I'm 32 babies, I forgot to tell, babies. to tell you guys our age I'm 32 Chris is 31, 31. um but we got married at 22 <laughs> and a lot of our history our background is grounded in religion into and we were in the church absolutely um he was one of the the pastors at our church at our former church and um, so it was kind of one of those things like he saw everyone around him getting married who was operating in ministry in like a leadership role. They were getting married. They were having kids. And so that's kind of just what he assumed he was supposed to do. And so then here I come. I had already had my uh, oldest daughter and it was kind of like, OK, I got this. I have this baby now and I'm really tired of running mm-hmm. the streets and I just want some something that's Stability. stable, some mm-hmm. security. And I know that this guy will be a good a good father. Now, he did try to talk to me for for years before we got married and I would always shut them down because our families are like really close y'all and so people would always say oh you should talk to you know such and such and I'm like no he's a good guy guy. and I'm like no I don't really like him like that Mm -hmm. and I should have followed my first mom my first instinct uh years ago and stuck with that but like Mm -hmm. I said I felt like I did what was best for me and her at that time that doesn't take away that he's not a good guy or even a good father but it's just not what I should have have done so as Chris said that she knew in the beginning, I also knew in the beginning. I remember on our wedding day, even though everybody was all happy and stuff, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and asking myself, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you know that you're not supposed to be doing this. Why are you here? And I still did it anyway. And so fast forward to nine or 10 years into our marriage. And um, the only thing that shook us up, uh, there was there was infidelity. There was, you know, financial problems. There was all of that. But that wasn't what really led us to uh It's so funny divorce. that you mentioned that because I remember when we went out as couples that so we mm-hmm. had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And us as, well, not necessarily me, but my ex said infidelity it was like a no-go. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Done. And see, and I, don't, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you're not going to be out here just dogging me. But people people make mistakes. And um, so, yeah, infidelity was a thing and and financial problems was a thing. But the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, COVID. COVID hit us hard. Oh, yeah. And um, our lives, man, were so busy. After we left our, our former church, we started our own church. And so we were, you know, really involved in ministry. And then our life just took off from there. So we really didn't have time to just sit and talk and so Mm -hmm. COVID just like really made us sit and talk we were uh locked up in the house together for months 
and it just really brought us to have these super ass honest conversations about mm-hmm. who we are, yes. what we want, and if we want to move forward. And we have never been as transparent and honest with each other as we have in our entire life. And it was just like, you know, look, yo, do we want to keep moving on with this? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be married for 60 years just to say, I was married for 60 years. Right. I don't want to wait until our kids are 18 and we're like 42, 43. And now we're looking at each other like, well, do we want to stay together? Like, you nigga, you're not going to take all my good right. years. Right. Okay. And then be like, all of my years. Oh, we done. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to take all my young years. And then at 43, you're talking about, oh, we done. So it was just like, we're not compatible. Um, You know, and once we started opening up and having all these honest conversations with ourselves, it just was like those were some tough conversations. I, I, yeah, they and were. I wish that I would have gotten to that point where yeah. I could have those tough conversations with guys. I was out before. Yeah, y'all <laughs> before never got to that point. <laughs> the conversations, yep. it was, it was done. And I'm glad that she mentioned that. Uh, you know, uh, both of our exes were ministers, and then in church, that had that played a huge role. And actually, I think, you know, the demise of my marriage, really, because of the roles that the church says that a wife and a husband is supposed to have, mm-hmm. as opposed to make it do whatever works for you. Instead of being sitting down and being realistic and saying, hey, this shit ain't working out. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've prayed, we've counseled, we've sought uh, wise advice, mm-hmm. and, and the shit ain't working. Yeah, and I need to be true to myself, and you need to be, be true, true to yourself. To you. And if if I'm not making you happy, baby, there is somebody out there that would. And it's make hard you, to just. It's say hard that. to get to. I'm uh-huh. telling that's what I'm it's saying. To get there. We were having some of the toughest conversations that we had ever had in our lives, and I know that the decision that we made, even though you know people might not like it it was the best decision for me and him in our in our family Mm -hmm. because if we had both stayed any longer it would have turned into fighting and arguing and then that's when the situation would have got really bad and then you can't live for other people we can't live for other people we have Mm -hmm. to do what's best for us so now we we co-parent we co-parent dope as hell together oh, and, baby let's you know, get to that episode yeah we co-parent dope as hell together and I, I appreciate the journey it was not easy y'all so don't think I'm sitting up here trying to make it sound like all everything is peaches and cream cause he doing some fuck shit right now I don't okay. agree with him, but talk about it you know, uh, but that don't mean I'm not that's still my nigga at the end of the day mm-hmm. that's still my homie um, and he's still family I'll always look out for him yeah. because my kids are in love with him and he's mm-hmm. in love with them. So yeah, now and the funny thing is when Crystal was going through when Crystal was going through her situation, I was there helping her as her friend. And then I remember the day that I told her while all the stuff was going on in my life. And I remember talking to her one day and I just started crying. She was like, What's wrong with you? And I started telling her, she's like, Adrian. Oh, you've been sitting here listening I've to me talk about this nigga for months and all of this thing going on with <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, because I hate to be a burden and I'm a very private uh, person. So I really don't like to open up and share my business, which is, y'all will see another side of me on this podcast that yeah. nobody ever sees. Um, and I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to tell anybody what was going on. It wasn't that I was ashamed. It's just that I've always been a private person. What's funny is, you know, that was an issue in my marriage that, 
I was so open mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and so didn't mind yeah, telling people this is what's going on. Going on. Right, right. Somebody help mm-hmm. anybody out there. And it was more like, um, no, shut it down. Yeah. This is between me and you. Yeah, because honestly, had he talked to, to Dez like in the beginning when all of that stuff was going on, it may have it helped may. y'all, you know? But he never, we never knew anything was even going on with y'all like that. Not to the point to where right. we got. I but I think that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> it is. I agree. I agree. I think that's the problem. I think we're taught that you're just supposed to shut shut it down and, you know, be quiet, not tell. I, now I'm not saying, you know, right, broadcast right. it to the world. Right, and, right. But I do think that you need people to talk to, to be yeah, able to guide you. Because, yeah, hold you accountable. Absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Could it have saved me? You over there saying, yeah, but, you know, everything happens for a reason. I, I agree. Not, I agree. Everything, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I agree. I know that I'm sitting here like, oh, yes, we had two children as the product of our marriage. I'm going to just be real, Okay. These children came at the tail end, okay? Mm-hmm. I had one foot out the door, and my Lord said, let me go ahead and give you these mm-hmm. before you leave. So you double back after y'all. <laughs> we going to talk about Girl. <laughs> oh, I think most people double back. I ain't going to say whether I double back or not, but I think most people Okay. <laughs> That was some back. That was some double. Okay. That was some doubling that back. That was some doubling it was, it back. Was some doubling back. Okay. But, you know, things, life happens. And, uh, yeah. So, we excited about the podcast, y'all. Um, what can y'all expect from us during this podcast? What do you think? Honesty, transparency. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, going to be a big thing because, as I just said, people are quiet about it. They are. Really quiet. Mm-hmm. I think both of our marriages look amazing on paper, mm-hmm. amazing in pictures. Yep. But if you kind of really go behind mm-hmm. closed doors, yep. it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. well, it's a little funky here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a little funky there. It's not all bad. I don't want to say that because I feel like there were plenty of good times in my marriage. Mm-hmm. I think that, oh, how did I get here? Honestly, I feel like um, my ex and I were really good friends. Mm-hmm. Prior and y'all to were good friends so before. Good. And that's the crazy thing because you always hear like friendship is the foundation to right? you know any relationship or making it work. Because I, I, And I still feel like that. Even dating now. One of the first things I'm like, man, I really want to date like my best friend. Right. I want to date yeah, somebody that's my nigga. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like because if I'm, if I'm your friend, I'm doing... I'm loving on you and I'm caring for you out of you. I have your best interest at heart because you're my friend, mm-hmm. not because I'm obligated to do something because you're my spouse. Talk about So that's why I'm surprised. But that you know, they say that in counseling that. that you should treat your spouse as if they're your friends because you have a, a little bit more care. Once you do, some you reason, do, you do. With your spouse, you feel like you can get a little Yes, yes. Or you, you're so uh, nonchalant. Like, oh, I got to do this for this nigga again today. But, but let your, your friend, friend call up. Right. You're like, okay, that's the same you thing. Okay, Girl, I got Oh, yeah, you my homie, I got it. And you it's have like, to it treat shouldn't, them. shouldn't be like it that. It shouldn't. We were such good friends, and I just feel like we shouldn't have crossed that line. Really? Oh, my goodness. I feel like we could still be amazing friends. Unfortunately, I wish I had the same, you know, story as Miss Adrian here, but my ex and I are not friends. He will not be a guest on this show. <laughs> 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 we're not at that place. Never I, say never. 
As, as, Y'all never hear time. it. It's what I'm saying. Okay. As time goes on, that might change. <laughs> you never hear it. Okay. And I, it saddens me because we yeah. were really that cool. Mm-hmm. We were really that cool. But you know, I guess that that's not my story. The friendships make the best. That's another. And my different... old silly self had a whole. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing. I had a whole fairy tale wedding. Mm-hmm. I did too. My <laughs> thing was uh, what was my thing? Cinderella girl. And then when people came oh, down the aisle, Lord. he was like on the floor putting a uh, shoe on, like girl. trying to fit it like Cinderella. Do you know? I didn't know that. Do you know I had the Cinderella thing when I had a little pillow Cinderella? with a glass sure slipper, did. girl? The did. glass slipper because. That. In my head, what marriage was. was your Prince Charming. It was a fairy tale. Yeah. It was a yeah. fairy tale. Oh. And we have to tear down these uh, ideas that <laughs> marriage is that way because it's definitely oh not. Oh my gosh, because it really hurt your feelings. It will you hurt your feelings. It will hurt your feelings. It almost break you. It, like, it will. It will. It's not what happened in the movies. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> this nigga ain't acting like a prince. Okay. <laughs> acting like prince a toad. Right, right. But the, one of the reasons that Chris and I got together and decided to do uh, this podcast is, you know, when people talk about divorce, it's always, oh, I'm on this healing journey and, you know, uh, I'm divorced now and I'm finding myself and all that, and all that stuff is great and we will and talk true. about it and it's true mm-hmm. and we will get into all those things. But then we also want to talk about the real shit. Huh. Like... You you still fucking. I mean, you divorced, but you still fucking, right? You like, are. we're having sex. Yeah. We're dating. Yeah. We are doing shit that we never in life thought that we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, there are other areas that we want to touch on. We want to be real with the people. I know there's women out here that is probably the same age as us or even older, younger, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But they hear all of those things about life after divorce and how it's so hard and dreadful, which, you know, like I said, all those things are true and we'll touch on those. But it's some, it's some fun shit it's going on. really fun, okay? <laughs> it's, some, it's some fun shit going on. Now, I'm not telling nobody. Disclaimer. We are not bashing marriage. Don't y'all go home talking about, oh, Please I'm leaving my don't. husband because Chris and Adrian sound don't. like they having a hot girl no. summer. I mean, we are. Uh, <laughs> but that is that is not the no, intent I love of this podcast. I love marriage. Yes. We love marriage. Absolutely. We're just telling you guys our what experience. happened with us our and experience. how it mm-hmm. affected us. So we'll be talking about all of those things. We'll talk about um, money and, like I said, co-parenting. I'll probably see if I could have my ex on the show. That'd be so nice. And we'll talk about how we do it. He's a kind and... soul. He'll come. Yeah, he will. No, he's a clout chaser. So that's why he'll come. Plug him. Plug him. Right, right. He want to be seen in yard. So he, that's why he'll come. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll have him probably on the show one day. We have a, a lot of interesting topics. We do. That, we you do. know, I never, like ghosting, dating. Like y'all gonna y'all gonna hear me say shit. And do shit. Y'all gonna be like, I can't believe Adrian did that. Because, you know, most people don't know me like that in that type of uh, setting. So, it's going to be really interesting. I don't want no calls. Don't call me. Don't DM me. <laughs> don't send my daddy none of the episodes talking about it. Do you hear what she on here talking about? Because it ain't none of y'all goddamn business. Oh, if you don't friend. like it, Tell don't listen. Don't listen. Yes, this is not for everyone. If you listen to the first episode and you're not feeling it, then keep it moving. Don't friend. be sitting up here. Oh, let me tell you what she over here talking about. And don't send it to my baby daddy. Because I know y'all know the ass is well. <laughs> if I want him to hear, I will share I it with him. Right, right. 
but so you know, it, it all comes with that. I'm I have expectations mm-hmm. that this is going to get around, but I assure you, it's not going to make me any less transparent. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I plan on being. I know for myself, being as transparent as possible. This is not a show to bash him or anyone else. Mm-hmm. This is just to get our stories out there. It's really about us. It's and actually just very to be a part of our to journey. Talk about it, it. Is. it really, really yeah. is. It really is. So let me ask you this, Chris. So what was the breaking point? Like, what was the straw that broke the hammer's back? You know what? When you were like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Oh my gosh. You know, that's we're gonna. I'm gonna actually, you know, talk about it more in another episode. But the straw that broke the camel's back for me was, you know, how people say they stay for the kids. Mm-hmm. I left for mine because I felt like my my ex. He had so many constraints, and I felt like it was religious constraints, mm-hmm. on, and I felt like that would be too much for my child. I felt like, actually, I could handle all of the pressure you, you of what not to time. do. Right? And had you not had her, you probably still would be there. I would there. probably still be there. Mm-hmm. My daughter saved my life. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, my daughter saved my life. because So I left for her because I felt like she needed more freedom. And, and sometimes the religion and everything, it kind of boxes you in. It does. And I never wanted my children to feel like they were boxed in. And I knew I was boxed in, but I think that I, I would have stayed. You were willing to deal I with it. I was willing to deal with it. But I, after I, I had my child, I said, oh, no. But obviously, I went back on the saddle because I have two kids. But, you know. <laughs> Like I said, it was some kind of constraint that, that made me go back. And see, you know, for me, it was the opposite. I think I stayed maybe like a year and a half before we uh, were like having those honest conversations. I remember telling myself, like, Adrian, if you are going to be with this man for the rest of your life, you need to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to force yourself to feel however you think you need to feel for your spouse because... Mm-hmm. You know, you can't keep going back and so- back and forth with yourself like this. And so I I just kind of sucked it up and did it. And then that's when COVID happened, maybe like six months later. And I was willing to, to stay. We had to trick ourselves. It's a mental thing. It is. I had to trick myself into um, believing one thing when in reality it, it was another. And I've mm. always been like that since I was a child. Not just with him. Mm. But um, I've always been like that since I was a child. Y'all, I am in therapy, y'all. I, I do my therapy religiously. I'm trying to get every therapy, week. guys. I can't go without it. Um, And it's tremendously uh, helping my growth mm-hmm. and just who I am as a person. And, and, and every week, every day, I'm seeing different and new things in me that I didn't know that was there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's really been blessing me. It really has been blessing me. Um, but I did, I was willing to stay. Like, uh, I was willing to stay. Was it for the kids? Or it it would have been mainly for the kids. Um, until, I ain't gonna lie, he had to come to me and was damn near like, uh, we need to just end this because mm. I was still trying to be like, no, 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 let's just, you know, get it together. We could do some XYZ and, and do ABC. And and it wasn't because I was like uh, so in love with my husband, like, oh, I just want to be with him. No, that wasn't the case. It was really because my babies were used to being in a two parent household. And, and they were used to seeing mommy and daddy. And for them, I think it was a shock in the beginning mm-hmm. because me and him are not confrontational people. We don't argue. We don't fight. We don't do any of that. And so they never saw that. And so when we tell them like, hey, we're not 
getting back together or we're separating, they like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know what that means, Mm -hmm. you know? So the hurt on their faces and I'm going to start crying. Tears coming down their eyes. That shit right there would have made me stay for a lifetime because I don't want to see my babies hurt. But 30 year old Kirsten and Kennedy will thank me. They will say mommy did what she had to do. We didn't like it when it happened. But she did what she had to do, yeah. and, and that's my truth. And I'm hoping and they I, thank me I for it later. I think it's kind of, I think it's a burden on people to feel like they can't do what's because we say we're saying for the children, and but we're really not because kids can pick up on that energy. Mm-hmm, they can. Whether you say anything out of your mouth, mm-hmm. they can still pick up on that energy. Yep. So it's I, we're doing everybody. A disservice. Yep. And one of the things I realized too is that um, throughout this whole process, man, kids are resilient. Yes. Like, absolutely. I I, I was more hurt than they were because I'm like, oh, my baby's my baby. I'm crying over my babies. Every week I'm in therapy Mm -hmm. because I'm crying. Like, I don't know how my babies are going to take this. Mm -hmm. But as I started watching them, I'm like, they don't even really care. Like, they care, but it's not like. Holiday somewhere else. Yeah. And you know, I got daddy's girls. Yeah. So the first one of the first things them little heifers asked me was, uh, "Oh, uh, are we still gonna be able to see Daddy?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll see y'all, Daddy." I'm like, "I'm not taking him Don't away from y'all." Daddy, okay. <laughs> I'm like, "Y'all can see y'all, Daddy, whatever y'all yeah, want they to." And he started a whole me and you girl. They probably did, right? <laughs> they like, "Oh, my Daddy, my Daddy." I'm like, "Oh, y'all gonna get on my nerves." But yeah, they are very, uh, they're very resilient. I'm actually very grateful, honestly. I'm grateful that my marriage ended prior to my children. I know, I know. So they'll never know. They will, y'all they like never that. know us together. Yeah, yeah. This is their normal. Yeah. So they they'll never know that. So I am grateful that, you that we decided. That. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. seeing their little faces because it was hard. It was hard. I couldn't imagine. But what 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 else to expect from us guys? Um, this is not like I said. We aren't going to be bashing anybody. No. Uh, so don't be trying to listen I every you, week. We are happy. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Um, like you know, people say that, but I wish y'all could see the looks on our faces. Like we are very and yeah. very much so in a good um, space. It's not. Um, it was not easy to get to this place. But I am, I can honestly say I am the happiest that I've ever oh been my in my gosh. life. I feel like my, do I look younger? I feel like. I have this glow. <laughs> I've been told that I have this glow. Okay, and it's not because of baby. It's glow. Yeah, it's, it's not like, because it's of a baby. A it's not because of a nigga. But yeah. it's really because I am really and truly this time taking yeah. care of Adrian. Yeah. For so long, I was taking care of everybody else. Not even just him and the kids, but everybody was getting a piece Self-care of me. Self-care is truly the best. Care. Yes. And now. Now that I am, um, you know, not with him and, you know, we share the kids and all that kind of stuff, I, I really have a lot of time to focus on myself and even, like, uh, things that I'm passionate about, like right. stuff that I've gotten into recently. Um, I started skating and I, you know, uh, do the whole self-care and working out and Orange Theory and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm so I'm so serious about me, about Adrian. It, mm-hmm. It's not even funny. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't play want, about me anymore. I don't ever want anybody to be able to I'm not even going to put all the pressures on them because can't, you can't take anything away from me that I don't give. No, you can't. So, I don't ever want to give that 
that part of me, that all of me, really, to anybody else in that way ever again. Mm-hmm. I ever. want to hold on to mm-hmm. this new me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even new. She's always, She's always been, there. been there, right? Yeah, you have to tap so, into finding uh, that person again. Yes. Even like our pastor used to say, uh, everything that you need is already in the house. And when he mm-hmm. when he said in the house, he was talking about inside, like mm-hmm. everything that you need, every resource. Everything that you ever need or think of, it's already equipped. You are already equipped with it and it's already on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. You just have to tap into that. And sometimes we get so uh, cluttered, you know, with life and we fill our place with all this bullshit that don't even really matter. Yeah. And and all that stuff gets clouded. So now on the journey of finding it. Society tells us that these things matter. And they don't. You don't. That shit does not matter. It's exhausting. Y'all, that shit does not matter it does not matter at the end of the day it does not matter and when i started to alleviate all of that shit off of my plate i went through like uh withdrawals and i was Mm -hmm. talking about my therapist actually told me this it was like a um a withdrawal like you know when somebody's on drugs and they don't have their drugs anymore Mm. they go through like a withdrawal symptoms like you know they start getting sick and depressed and and that's how i was because i'm so used to my life looking a certain way and my plate being so full with all these different things and then when all the things are stripped away and all the excuses are stripped away then it's like oh shit adrian now you really got to do the work like you know you you ain't got no excuse no more right Mm -hmm. like you really got to do the work and i was not prepared for that i was like a fish out of water Mm -hmm. um because that those those things were my crutches for so long right and now i don't have it no more i don't have no excuses anymore so it's like what's your girl what's your excuse you the only (laughs) thing holding you back now so like what's up what you gonna do fix you yeah i have to so now that is that is the number one thing that i'm on y'all i'm done with these niggas this summer i was gonna have a hot girl summer but my hot girl summer is gonna be a hot girl <laughs> self care summer. No, baby, I'm gonna go ahead and see what they talking about. Yo, out there. but I've, I've been dating a lot, and I so I told Chris I'm just taking a break because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm just getting started. She's just getting started. <laughs> I have been dating oh. a lot these last what five months, different people, and. It's exhausting. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just focus on me. I know that's like the the cliche things to say. Get into it. Y'all will learn, and Chris will tell y'all. I'll say that this week and next week. I'll be like, Uh, y'all don't listen to her. I'm in love. I know him. I love him. Oh my gosh. The following week, she'll be talking about, I have no idea who that man is. <laughs> who is he? I have no idea who he is. So, what can I say? I'm a Libra, y'all, and Chris is a Virgo. I am. So, I hope we, we compliment each other because I can be crazy and she'll be the one to be like, Listen, bring it in. Yeah. Bring what, it what in. are you doing? But I'm yeah. a hopeless romantic. I love them all. <laughs> oh, they all love us okay okay right right <laughs> i can't wait to start telling y'all about this dating scene because <laughs> it's just so crazy mm-hmm. but we are here um we are like i said we're super duper excited about this podcast we hope that it can help women tremendously and some men if they you know choose yeah. to listen but we really want we to understand get, get that uh everybody's journey isn't going to look the same Adrian and my journey it does not look the same mm-hmm. for an example I I don't think I've ever asked you this friend what? did you mourn your relationship ending um that's a good question that's something that me and my therapist talked about um I did 
<laughs> but it was never a morning for him. Like, it was never a morning for, like, man, I got to go get my man back. Like, you know, it was never mm-hmm. that. It was more so for the life that we built. And I mean, right. when I say life, like, the day-to-day that we built. Like, we had a routine. Mm-hmm. We had a schedule. Everybody was doing this. Everybody was doing that. We supported each other. You know, always having somebody there. But, so, I mourned that, that life, but not necessarily the person. Okay. If that makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. I don't know if I still need to go through through that, I don't feel the need to though. I, I don't feel the need to, to have be honest to with your friend. feel like I need to mourn him. I felt him. nothing. Felt yeah. nothing. I got nothing. I felt like yeah. if I was being honest with myself, it was done years prior mm-hmm. to when it actually was done. So I hadn't. I haven't cried. Not one. And tear. you don't feel like you need to. I do not feel like I need I, to. I will say, me and him had. Uh, we had this idea of what I'm telling you, we y'all, we had so many honest, crazy conversations. Y'all would be like, I can't believe y'all talked about that shit, but mm-hmm. it had to happen. You yeah. know, we had to have these conversations. But one of the things that was a, a a hope for us that would happen is we envision our life, you know, as co-parenting together. And you know, I would have my significant other, he would have his significant other, and we all four of us just be super cool and mm-hmm. raising our kids together. That would be ideal. Yeah, that would be that was like our ideal situation. And um, I it, it'll I could see us getting there, but not now. Right. Not I was right gonna now. ask, so what does that <laughs> not, look like? Not right now. now. Uh, <laughs> we thought we were gonna be best friends. Like we were telling each yeah. other, like, man, you're gonna be my homie. Like you're gonna it's really so be my bad. best friend. It's yeah, like that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like we gonna be real best friends. Yeah. And again, it ain't happening it ain't right like now. Yeah. But I can eventually. I can honestly, with all you my guys heart, eventually see so well. I think that you guys eventually just roll back into the I do. friendship. I do. I do. All right. I think that you know, just everything needs. It's gonna take space. time, and we need space. We need. Just we give need it some space, space, and we need some time. Because that would have been confusing, y'all just it rolling was. over into and that's friendship. what we. Well, see, that's the funny thing. That's what we thought we were gonna do. Like right after we, you know, separated, we like, oh yeah, we besties now. But it nah. can't happen like that. Nah, it can't happen like that. We need. It was it was uh immature actually of us to to think that way, but we thought we had our shit together. We thought, oh, can't nobody tell us nothing. Mm-hmm. We can do things the way that we want to do things, which is still true, mm-hmm. but we just have to have some time. We can't be out here like Speaking that. Speaking of someone, you know, giving advice, there's nothing wrong with advice. I'm looking forward to us having people come in, like even uh other older people or even younger who are divorced mm-hmm. and can speak on their experiences, yeah, uh, navigating through the divorce and dating and kids and all of that i think mm-hmm. that'll be really good i think so too um so that is going to be something that we plan on doing guys we'll have guest speakers come through um it ain't always gonna be just me and chris um the next episode we do we'll have like uh segments for you guys uh throughout the show advice letters and um of course a few sponsorship ads throughout it and then yeah so it's gonna be a dope summer a dope hot girl I'm summer. I'm excited. Yeah, so we are I super got some excited. Stories to tell. Yeah, see, I got see, some see, she gonna make me bring come out of retirement. <laughs> and she gonna make me come out of retirement to give content to no, the people no, for these stories. You know, like, keep cleaning your house, girl. Clean your house. <laughs> clean okay, that so house. The clean the house thing. I told Chris yesterday. You know what? I'm tired of this nigga. I'm going <laughs> to clean my house internally and externally. I'm I'm tired now. 
Um, but it's been fun though. Like a lot of people were uh, like, "Oh, you about to be dating again after all these years and yada yada yada." But it's been so much fun. Yeah, because it's a I'm new like, experience. I don't know why y'all complain so much because I've been having so much fun. And then also too, I think me and Chris are in a different boat than a lot of women our age. Like she was married for seven years, I was married for damn, damn near ten. I got three kids, she got two. We at thirty two and thirty one, we fucking we lived looking. a whole life okay. already. Okay, I'm so, not looking for no man. We're not trying to marry get, me and take me down. The yeah, house. we're not well, trying I to get married right now. Now I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'm a hopeless romantic. So if my my boo come along and say, hey, let's do this, then I'm doing it. But she next week. You know what? Let's say with elephant we didn't address. Okay, we in here talking about divorce. Now what? Um. The real what is, I'm not divorced totally, guys. I don't get divorced until, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to just be real. I am spiritually divorced. It'll be soon. <laughs> I'm spiritually divorced. It'll, but it'll, it'll this is be. This is why she's saying that she wants to get remarried. No, thank you. I believe I in do. commitment. I believe in love. I do not believe the government needs my name and my spouse's name on a piece of paper because it's See, hard. different. Yeah. To, you just can't rip it up. You I have to go ask for permission. I believe I want a whole ceremony. I do. Yeah. A commitment ceremony. I don't need... See, my, my belief in marriage comes from my uh, religious, my spiritual background. And so that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. But uh, religion and spirituality. It is. It's two, two different, different things. things. It's two different things. But two that is that is also things. something that I am dismantling now um, in two therapy. different things. You know, once you're ingrained with something in your mind. Yes, absolutely. For so long, uh, my father's a pastor. I married a pastor. Um, and so once you are ingrained for so long with certain uh, principles and foundations, it's hard for you to... Uh, tear those walls down so that is a process that i am currently on guys i was separated january 2019 what is today what is, is 2021 it's 2021 so ask me again would i ever do this all and it's taken this long and it's not because the we were going back and forth it's been over it's been over. Well, like Chris said, if y'all see me on social media next week with a ring on, just mind your business, okay? Y'all pray for her. Y'all, mind, just mind your business. Keep moving. Pray. So, uh, you guys check us out every other Sunday. Um, we'll be releasing our podcast episodes then. Um, we plan on having a great summer for you guys and just a fun, fun summer. Fun, fun summer. Chris, you have anything else to say before we end? No, you know, like I say, tune in. Tune in.